Welcome back to the Hook and Ladder Show. I'm your host, Peyton Hicks. And with me today will be Justin Christopher, Preston Elam, and Noah Elam. Dalton won't be here again, but we we talk about that later in the show. Uh, in this new episode, we'll discuss the Big 12 standings heading into Week 13, then break down the conference slate, notable top 25 games, and the big noon game on Fox. We'll also discuss Saturday Night Football on ABC and our Hook and Ladder uh, Game of the Week. Okay, so now for the uh, Week 13 Big 12 standings. Number one, uh, back in number one spot is number nine, Oklahoma. They are 9-1 and one on the year and 6-1 uh, and one in conference. They beat Baylor 34-31 last week. And uh, Jalen Hurts had a, a pretty impressive day despite the early turnovers. Uh, Oklahoma looked outstanding in the second half and should have should have, should have enough momentum uh, going into Week 13. Number two. And number 14 in the nation, Baylor. They are 9-1 and one and 6-1 and one conference. They lost to Oklahoma 31-34. Denzel Mims uh, had an outstanding day reeling in six catches uh, for 92 yards and two scores, I believe. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, But it wasn't enough. The Bears had a heartbreaking loss, and they need to get that taste out of their mouths against the Longhorns this weekend and punch their ticket into the Big 12 Championship. Okay, so we have a three-way tie for third. And uh, the first team in three-way tie is number 21 in the nation, Oklahoma State. They are 7-3 and three and 4-3. and three. Uh, they won last week against Kansas, 31-13. Dylan Stoner was terrific, bringing in five catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. The Pokes had a great and complete game against the Jayhawks. They must keep it rolling against the Mountaineers. Uh, second team tied in third. We have number 22, Iowa State. They are six and four on the year and four and three in conference. Uh, they had a pretty tough game, pretty tough win against uh Texas, 23-21. Brock Purdy did his thing, going 30 for 48. 354 yards and two touchdowns. Iowa State keeps on looking better and better. If they keep it up, they could easily end up 8-4 and four and head into the Dome again. But first, they must be focused on Kansas. Last team tied third, you have Texas. They are 6-4 and 4-3. and three. They lost to Iowa State 21-23. Uh, Sam Ellinger had an average day going 22-40, I believe. Let me check that for sure. Yeah, it is. And he had 273 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, the Longhorns received their fourth loss of the season. That makes it 10 straight years that has happened. That can't happen when you have a, the, recluse, the recruiting classes they have year in, year out. I mean, gosh, Texas be better. They need to turn the tide in what, uh, one other week than to try and wreck the Bears' big 12 hopes, you know? Okay, now sixth place. We have Kansas State. They're 6-4 and four and 3-4 thir- and four in conference. Uh, they uh, lost last week to West Virginia 20-24. They got upsetted. Skyler Thompson had a fair day going 24-39, of 39, 299 yards, and uh, one tutty. The Wildcats couldn't get anything going, and that's because of the turnovers. Uh, I mean, plain and simple. Kansas State couldn't very easily be. Kansas State could very easily be eight and two right now, and highly ranked. But it's all out the door now. Um, they just need to finish the season strong. Um, they will play a tech. They'll play Tech this weekend. Seventh place, we got TCU. They're five and five and three and four in the year. They uh, <clears throat> beat Texas Tech 33-31. TCU edged out against the Red Raiders, and that's so, that solely because of Max Dugan with his 398 total yards and three scores. TCU's future is uh, in good hands with Max Dugan, but uh, this week they play OU, and try and they also try to wreck their Big 12-slash-playoff dreams. Now, number eight, we are in eighth place. We have Texas Tech. They are 4-6 and six on the year and 2-5 and five in conference. <coughs> they lost to TCU uh, last week, 31-33. Jet Duffy is starting to come along with his past two games this past week. He went 19 of, 30, 19 of 33, 303 yards, and four touchdowns. Tech, I still uh, Tech, I still believe, is a hot team and uh, to this point, and they need to win out to become bowl eligible. They host K-State this week. 
uh, number nine was Virginia. They're four and six and two and five on the year in conference. They uh, they won last week against Kansas State, twenty four twenty. Played very good. Derek Do- Dougie, I think I can't remember his name, but uh, didn't look too bad uh, for his first start. Uh, fellow eight oh six boy and Lubbock Cooper Pirate. He went twenty of thirty with two hundred thirty four yards and three tutties. West Virginia needs to stay this hot and go and beat Oak State and TCU to become bowl eligible. And I believe that could really happen, honestly. And uh, very, uh, last place again, Kansas. They're three and seven and one and six. They lost last week to Oak State, thirteen to thirty-one. Uh, Carter didn't play uh, too hot this game, but still went twenty-two of thirty-seven with two hundred twenty-six yards and uh, two tutties. With that loss against the Pokes, uh, the Jayhawks can't go bowling now for the two thousand nineteen season. But but Les Miles and company have really made strides to turn this uh, team around, and it won't be too long until they go bowling every year. Watch out, Big Twelve. Okay, so that was the standing portion of this. Uh, we're heading to Week Thirteen, and uh, now we're going to do the top players of Week Twelve. Our offensive player of the week, uh, Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts. He went thirty of forty-two, two hundred ninety-seven yards, four touchdowns, and two, twenty-seven carries with one hundred fourteen rushing yards. That's crazy. Uh, defense player of the week. We're going to go with uh, Oklahoma State's Kobe Harville Peel. Had two interceptions and five tackles. Now, uh, special team uh, player of the week. We're going to go with the kicker out of TCU, Jonathan Song. He's 4 for 4 on field goals. His longest was 36, but he was also 3 for 3 extra points. That was great. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to predict the week 12 college football slate. Um, we're going to start with the big 12 games as always. Number 21, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Oklahoma State's predicted one by six. Uh, Spencer said, uh, breaking news today, uh, Oklahoma State starting quarterback Spencer Sanders had surgery earlier in the week on his thumb, throwing thumb, so he's out for season. I know West is hot, but I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Uh, I think Chuba Hubbard's just going to run all over them, and that just he's going to get more carries now. And uh, So Chuba for Heisman and Oklahoma State with the dub. Yeah, West Virginia's weird, honestly. I, I don't know what to think about them, but – Hub Hub is an absolute man, so mm-hmm. I'm taking Oklahoma State to cover. Uh, I'd probably agree with both of them. Yeah, same. Virginia was kind of shady this year, so Oklahoma State all the way. Yeah, I got Oklahoma State covering too. <coughs> okay, so next game, Kansas at number 22, Iowa State. Iowa State's predicted to win by 24 and a half. Uh, I think Kansas is Kansas is weird as well. Uh they can easily make that a mm-hmm. one or two score game. So I would have Iowa State with the win. Oh uh, yeah, I think it would be closer than twenty four. So I got Iowa State against the spread. Uh, this absolutely breaks my heart to do, but I'm still very unsure about it. So for the first time this season, I'm gonna I'm go Iowa State with the win. I'm not gonna cover or go against. Ooh. Uh, I think Kansas makes it a better game than that, so I'm going to go Can- – not Kansas. I'm going to go Iowa State against the spread. Okay. Uh, so we got Texas Tech and- – or Kansas State at Texas Tech. Uh, the spread is going to be less than three points, so it's going to be a pick em. And, uh, frankly, Texas Tech's hot right now, and I got Tech winning. I think Kansas State bounced back from their loss and – Win. Yeah, I got Kansas State one and two. I think they're just better than Tech, even though Tech is doing kind of well. 
TCU at number nine, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored 19 points. Uh, you know, I... And I have uh, Oklahoma covering. I agree with Peyton on this one. I think Oklahoma just... Yeah, I got Oklahoma covering also. Um, Oklahoma's just been playing close games this year. Not this year, but just here lately, really. Whether it's been a good team or not. Um... I'm going to take Oklahoma against the spread in this one. Okay, now we're going with our uh, Denogo. Yeah, no one. All right, so we're going with our notable top 25 games. And, you know, this SEC week uh, 12, they always play the FCS programs because their schedule is hard enough where they don't have to play it hard non-con is what they say. So uh, we got Western Carolina and FCS school, let me just tell you. That is three and eight at number five, Alabama. That is nine and one. Alabama is favored by 55 points. Oh. Uh, the crazy thing is, I'm going to go with the cover. Mm-hmm. Of this. Yeah, I am too. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I got them covering too. Let alone a three and eight FCS. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Number ten, Minnesota nine and one at Northwestern two and eight. Uh, Minnesota's projected to win by thirteen and a half, and uh, I have Minnesota winning this game uh, to bounce back from last week. And uh, yeah, go for it. just winning. Yeah, just Cooper. winning, just winning because I don't really know because Northwestern I feel like could pull it off since they have their quarterback back. I'll say row the boat and they cover. <laughs> Yeah, I see Minnesota covers too, even though they did lose last week. What? Did you give yours? We didn't hear you. Oh, yeah, I said I have Minnesota covering. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota cover as well. All right, now we got Texas A&M seven and three at number four Georgia nine and one. Georgia's predicted win by thirteen and a half. A&M uh, started the season off three and three, which granted they played Clemson, Alabama, and two of those three losses. But uh, they've actually been hot the past couple games. I feel like they're going to give Georgia all they want. So Georgia against the spread. Is, is Texas A&M a good team? They're an issue. Yeah. Like, I feel like they they, they play, could they be they, tough though. I feel like they could be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went Peyton on this one. I got Georgia against the spread. I'll, I'll go Georgia against the spread as well. Uh, I'm just going to uh, – I don't know. I think I could go either way. So, I'm just going to have Georgia winning. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, we're only doing this game just to get for a heads up for King. Go repurposes Purdue 4-6 and six at number 12, Wisconsin 8-2. and two. Wisconsin's predicted to win by a 25 and a half. And uh, <clears throat> I think Purdue finally loses here after having that hot start, the three win win streak. Yeah, for sure. So, and uh, King Daru will not go to postseason in his freshman year. Yeah, I think. What was the spread on it again? 
Wisconsin by 25 and a half. Ooh, I think they cover, but I think <coughs> King Doru still has a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks that this is a must win for them to go bowling because, well, damn, it's Wisconsin. So I'm going to take Wisconsin to cover. Yeah, I think Wisconsin the, against the spread, though. Okay, so we got number. Okay, so now, uh, you know, the committee had Cincinnati drop dropping two spots to number 19, and Memphis moving up uh, one spot to number 18. So Memphis technically is leading the number five teams right now in the rankings. And so Memphis is nine and one at USF, which is four and six, which put up a great game against Cincinnati last week. Cincinnati had to have a game winning field goal. <laughs> and uh so Memphis is pretty cool by fifteen points though. And uh I'm gonna go with the uh Memphis Tigers against the spread here. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I think they win but not by much. I got Memphis covering. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also gonna say Memphis covers this one. Okay, we got Arkansas two and eight at number one LSU ten and zero. LSU's pretty cool about forty three and a half. Uh, I don't think they're gonna be Arkansas by forty three or by forty four points. So LSU by uh, against the spread. Yeah, I'm the same as Peyton on this one. Yeah, forty four is a lot. So I'm gonna go against the spread also. Yeah, forty four is a lot of points, but. Man, Arkansas looks so boo-boo. Yeah, they know LSU is gorgeous. insane. Uh, I'm going to take LSU to win, and this will be my lock. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we got number seven, Utah at Arizona, four and six. Utah is nine and one. Uh, Utah's pretty win by 23 points. And uh, this could be a dangerous game because Khalil Tate, I feel like, is going to have his way for a little bit. But Utah's defense is so good. Gosh, Armani, it's amazing. And their offense is just like, you know, just hit or miss every week. But if it's a hit, good luck trying to beat the Utes that week. So, uh, but I have, <clears throat> gosh. Okay, I'm going to go Utah against the spread. Even though I want the damn Utes to lose, I'm going to say Utah against the spread. Same. Yeah, I'm just going to follow the leader on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going against the spread as well. <laughs> <laughs> To Ohio State, ten to zero, great playoff implications with this game. Ohio State is ready uh, to win by eighteen points, and uh, I got Ohio State with the win. Yep, I'm gonna go Ohio State with the win as well. That's really scary. That's a very big spread, honestly. Penn State's a good team. I mean, a good team. So, yeah, I'm gonna go Ohio State with the win. I got Ohio State against the spread on this one. I have Ohio State with the win as well. Okay, we got Saturday Night Football on ABC. It's going to be number six, Oregon, nine and one at Arizona State, five and five. By 14, uh, Oregon's predicted to win by 14 and a half. And uh, I feel like the fight, Herm Edwards, I'm going to go ahead and say it to y'all right now. They pull the outright win right now, and this is my wow. lock. <laughs> You're going for it all. Is that, yeah. is that six? Damn. Yeah, that's yeah, that is six. Wow, okay. You're going for it. That's scary. I, however, do not believe that, and I got the Ducks covering on this one. I have the Ducks losing this one also. 
Well, for the playoffs to look how I want them to look, I definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and Oregon say. I'm gonna go ahead and lose this game. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's another reason why that I just really want Oregon. bet for me to do in our ranking, so I'm, I'm gonna go outright win. For oh State. my gosh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so uh, no, did you already pick? Yeah, I went. Okay. Yeah, I went outright. Yeah, outright right. again. Oh yeah. my god, I love it. Let's go. No yes. Okay, so now we got hook and ladder show game of the week. Texas at number fourteen, Baylor. Baylor's picked to win by five points. Uh. <clears throat> Gosh, this game's going to be really close, guys. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go ahead and be the first one to whip it out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Wish Dalton was here to help argue the case, but. There's not a case, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see. I think, let's just say this. First off, I think Baylor is better than Oklahoma. Just from how. I know they, I know they lost, but they could have killed them if they didn't like shit the bed the second half. Yes, I know that, but you can say also Oklahoma could have killed Baylor if they played any way they did in the second half. I just think that, I just think that Baylor kind of say give up because they were winning, but they just kind of didn't show up. I feel like they. I feel like they got a big head, but also I feel like Oklahoma was just like going in that game thinking it's they haven't played a damn soul. Talking about yeah, well, that's why I feel like they kind of gave it up because because they haven't had that taste of being up on a big team, so they haven't had to maintain it. But I think that that Baylor will end up winning out, and I think they'll end up going to the Big Twelve Championship. And since they they've now had that experience of playing the big team and knowing what it takes to hold out, I think they'll win the Big 12 championship with it. Well, I get, my thing is I, I feel like <clears throat> when we scored there and it was, what was it, 34-31? Or was it, is that what the score was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 34-31. Yep. And there was a minute something left for Baylor. I said, there's no way Oklahoma wins this game now. They were Baylor's, Baylor's going to score. And I was like, well, all the close games Baylor's played this year, there's no way they lose this game right now. And I'm like, yep. And But somehow Nick Benito dropped the easy one, I mean, right in his damn face, and then he goes and catches <laughs> the one where it's a diving out route. Makes no sense. Yeah, just I think the magic didn't work in their favor this game. Yeah, it didn't. Can't rely on magic every week, though. It's a thing. Well, I mean, you kind of have to when it got you this far. Uh, that's why. Okay. Okay, so did we all vote on that? No, one? I got a, uh, I got Baylor covering. Yeah, I got, I got, I didn't like reiterate mine, but I got Baylor covering as well. No, that was your lock, right? Yeah, this is also my lock. Yep. This be your lock too, right? It's funny how you like notice that. Yeah. My lock was uh, Georgia. So Preston's gonna have Georgia what winning? He had them winning or covering. Mm-hmm. So Preston's lock was going to be Georgia's uh, cover over A and M. So now we're going to go with our standings for the 20, uh, 2019 2020 pick 'em. Uh, we got Justin at <clears throat> one with sixty one points. Noah and Dalton are currently tied in second with fifty six points. Uh, I uh, Peyton is on third with forty eight points. Preston is fourth with forty six points. 
So that gap between us and them has actually gotten pretty small. It was a lot worse than that. I got. I went up. And my, yeah, you went up by. You were two points. What about one point. Three. By three. Because you were only at winning by two. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, so oh yeah. Plus three weekend. But yeah, pressing, I just want to pressing game. Yeah. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah. But help Dalton. Dalton just went straight W's all the way through, and he picked like yeah, he picked favors like all that. But that last week didn't have many upsets, so it was like the best weekend to do that. But now we're getting late in the season, guys, and that's where you're gonna start seeing people drop like flies that shouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I hope Western Carolina pulls it off in Bama. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Imagine no, if that really, wouldn't happen. I, I, my like heart sank when I figured that out to a dude. What happened? What's up with the Grant from Oklahoma? Oh, Grant Cafeteria. He, yeah, Oklahoma's Grant Cafeteria today uh, retired from football. Damn. He was all at preseason All American. He was going to be a top pick in the draft this year. What was he tight end? Tight end, yeah. He was great. Oh, why does do you know why he did? I think it was because he had too many concussions. I think he had three like two years he played it for Oklahoma, but he had so many growing up. So, oh, yeah, true. I, I don't know. I, I felt bad. Like that. That was my uh, worst worry because people were saying how that uh, <clears throat> you know, he just this could be a career ending thing, and I was like, what? But I guess it was. And then Oklahoma State's quarterback, we figured out this weekend or this week that he had surgery on Monday. Like, they didn't even tell anybody. So, yeah. hope no one <laughs> bet a bunch of money on him this Speaking weekend. surgery. Oh, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, a fight. <laughs> Should All we right. put that in there or no? What? Should we put that in there or no? Or we should, should we cut that out? Oh, I don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> oh. care. Hashtag fight me, baby. Oh, so uh, before we end, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Yep. It's just the Hook and Ladder Show on both. <clears throat> yep. And uh, on uh... – I want to talk to y'all about, do y'all think he should come back and play to try to prove Not that he's number one pick? No, no I'm no, saying, no, I'm saying, no, he's out for the year. Well, he sure. has, um, he's out for the year for sure. Millions of dollars that he's just leaving. If he, when he well, could he go back to college. Draft yes, he does. His thing, his draft choice is going to be mid first round. That's what they're saying. I say. I don't think they're saying. No. Well, the higher the draft pick, the more money you're going to get out of your rookie right, contract. Right. And before that hip injury, guys, he was going to be a top two yeah. pick. Like I'll he could come back. debatable. But my thing is, if he comes back, guys, he's he's been hurt twice in every both years, ankle both years, and then his hip and quarterback with the hip, guys, that could mess it. Like he might never be the same thing. When you're, so you're risking a whole other year of getting hurt. Yeah. Which you can go get money. Or you can, yeah, okay, you can go get money and get the fifty. You can wait a year and get the thirty million side of voters. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like a risk. I don't know. For me, for me, I would say go the fifteen. For me, I say we get your money. Yeah. So we're all agreed with that. Yeah, because he's still gonna make decent money. Gosh, I feel bad when I figured that out. I there, I heard two is down. I'm thinking, oh, he just re injured his ankle, and then I hear. You know that it's it's very serious. He's on the ground screaming, crying, 
and people, there's eight people all around him, just covering him. Couldn't breathe through his nose. Yeah, couldn't breathe through his nose. <laughs> he broke his nose, too, on the same play. Dislocated hip and broke his nose. How do you break yeah, your it, nose? <laughs> I, it was His helmet flew off when the two guys landed on him. And oh, it was yeah. Like, when it was coming off, the chin strap probably broke it. <laughs> he wasn't even worried about his nose as a thing. Oh, it was yeah. his hip, bro. He's just his helmet's hip. But, yeah. All right. So, though. On, uh, also on the uh, playoff race, how do y'all have – what do y'all think about the committee putting Penn State in front of Minnesota when they played legit two weeks? They didn't value the head-to-head at all. I disagree with that one. <laughs> Minnesota this year. Iowa, Iowa, but, Iowa's played five top 25 teams. Good. Yeah, I was like – had a, like a weird – the toughest yeah. schedule probably in the FBS. They had a damn, like, gauntlet to go through. There's the only reason why they had three losses. But yeah. my, but also, my thing is, if you – I can understand putting Penn State in front of Minnesota in one spot if Minnesota had two losses mm-hmm. and Penn State had one. Yeah, but they saying, they both have one yeah, loss, yeah. and I think head-to-head needs to be one of the main oh, criteria. Right. If they do yeah. truly do everything away with, like, previous weeks and they just look at the right now. No, they don't th- – no, that's not what they're saying. They're saying they forget every ranking what you were. Right. And they take everything into thing, but it's like you know, like a clean slate. You don't, we don't care about your ranking. You that, yeah, that's ranked. what I meant. You weren't ranked. We're right, right. the value. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how you can put Minnesota behind Penn State. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, know. see, this is this is. I think this is one of the problems with the college football playoff that I was talking about. There's such a good, like, there's such a like a large set of teams that are good that are, like, in the same skill level, like Minnesota and Penn State, that I think you need a larger playoff. And then to make it to the championship, it just proves that you got to be good teams consistently. See, I understand that. My also thing is you can't go to any – every like, every year, the final AP poll or final college football playoff poll, you can't go in every year and say that eighth number – that ranked team, number eight, could have won the damn national title. You can't do that. Like in any, the only one well, you yeah, could but, probably do is the fifth, is the fifth place Ohio State last year, where you're like, yeah, they probably could have battled, but also, oh yeah, and I'm not saying like take it to like, like all 25. I'm just maybe 12. See, this year, maybe even 16. Think, okay, so but, whether we like it or not, expansion is going to happen. But I'm yeah. also a guy that is, uh, you know, quality over quantity, and uh, I don't want. We already have enough lopsided semifinals as we have. I mean, you can think of previous years where the one seed or the two seed just blown out, or even the three or four seed is blown out the other team. Like, he's sometimes they have well, football in the yeah. district round. Yeah. What's yes. the point of the number one seed going against the number four seed? I mean, there is the crazy chance yes. that an upset happens, but... Well, and, I mean, that was... But, yeah, I don't know. I just... My thing is, whether we like it or not, expansion is going to happen. My thing is... I was always in this mindset, and today I changed my mind on it. I was always six is the right number because it values one and two getting a buy, mm-hmm. and they're you know they're it's like oh you prove see that's your what you get out of it yeah. reward is you're getting the buy out of it for the semifinals. But then I was like, then they have one less game. Yeah, Other team could be beat up, and football's different than basketball. You know what I mean? Of like buys, yeah, baseballs and baseball. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go with so. Perfect number for me is eight. Yeah. Yeah. I and would then, say eight's a good number. And the quarterfinal round, the first round, the higher seed hosts. So 
so it gives them an extra extra thing, and you don't have to worry about other bowl games add. And then yeah. you, you have the normal random two year like the Peach Bowl. You know how they rotate every year for the semifinals. Mm-hmm. They'll do the same thing, and then the same championship. But and uh, Joe Clatt was saying on his uh, recent uh, Dr. Pepper breaking the huddle, he said that uh, he's talked to someone pretty high in charge about that, and he said, you know, whether we like it or not, it's coming, and it may, may even happen before the uh, contracts up, which the contracts up at 2027. So, you know, it could happen in a couple of years, it could happen in three years, where they randomly just say, yep, that's going to go to eight now. Hey, I'm not against it. No, I, my thing is I, I am kind of against it, but I won't. Well, I feel, also, my feelings won't be hurt. I think a lot of times, not a lot of times because I haven't been around that long, but a couple of times they've really dropped the ball just on the seeding, which I think is probably the the biggest problem I have with it. Because, like, UCF, like last year, I know they didn't have, like, the toughest schedule, but they're undefeated, so I think they should at least get the chance. Yeah, okay, so you're you're trying to fight for a group of five teams and stuff, is that what you're No, I'm just trying to fight for Undefeated. Good like good teams given the chance to be able to go. Like the like the top of the line teams, even if they don't make the top four, they can still like like UCF probably wasn't a top four team last year, but they were good and they were like Top class, considering that they were undefeated, so that I think they should be given a chance to at least try prove to get, themselves. yeah, prove yeah. themselves to make it. Well, and then the thing to face that problem for proving themselves, how about going playing a couple Power Five teams in the Moncon instead of playing group of five teams in the FCS school? That yeah, was a CS problem. Yeah, I know, but I think that's, and I don't think that they should have been a top four team last year. I just think that if it was expanded, they would have still had that chance. Oh, yeah, they would have because the way it's going to work out is my thing with expansion as well is it devalues every week of college football because college football, that's what makes college football so great is every week matters. You lose one game and you could be done. Yeah. Like Oklahoma had one mishap against Kansas State. And let me tell you right now, it, they may not make the playoff this year. Like there's an 80% chance they probably don't make it is my thing. So – you, this this sport is about perfection, and every week matters. And once you get into expansion, it's it's about you know it's going to be automatic bids for the Power Five conference champion, and then it's going to be three at large bids, you know. So yeah, well the thing also the thing about the four thing or like the fourteen playoff, the automatic yeah. it's like basically an automatic bid for Alabama it's, every year. Well, yeah, or SEC. I understand that it's always going to be. Yeah, but, so that only leaves like two extra spots. Yeah. Just because of the dynasties. And I know dynasties kind of switch out all the time, but there's still always going to be some <laughs> dynasty that's there. So I think that just allows more teams to get in. My thing is, guys, Alabama losing uh, Tua, I feel like they stay at five the rest of the year. They don't have a top 25 win. They're going to end with one top 25 win, and that's going to be Auburn if they beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl. That's if they beat them. They're going to have one top 25 win. They're going to go one-on-one against top 25 opponents. And, uh, I don't know, you, you can look to Oklahoma, which is, what, 2-0, 3-0? If they beat Oklahoma State, they'd be 3-0 against top 25. Utah? Utah hasn't played – oh, I'll take that back. Utah has played one top 25 team. It was USC. They just bumped in there. They snuck in the back at 23. Mm-hmm. And they lost them. They lost to them. You got Oregon, which is only one top 25 win. They're 1-1. One 
So, so, like, why are they so far ahead of Oklahoma in the rankings? So I feel like it's, they're saying strictly we can watch Oregon and Utah and say that they're better than Oklahoma is the only reason that I can come up with. It has to be strictly off the eye I test. I see that for Oregon. But... Well, dude, Utah, dude, last week, like, I was the same way with you right now. I would, right now, if I was ranking teams, I'd have Utah ahead of Oklahoma because of UCLA being so hot last week and then Utah, like, blazing them, dude, bad. And Utah's defense, dude, it's a real deal. I'm scared about their defense. And it's just their offense is – that their quarterback, I think, is – they call him Snoop. Something Huntley is his name. Something Huntley. But, anyways, he uh, his QBR ratings, like, no one's talking about it. It's one of the best in the, like, in the nation right now. And if well, it I feel, like, for, I feel well, like Utah's quietly floating under the radar a little bit. Yeah, they, they are. And my thing is – on the playoff predictor or whatever, I don't know how you do a playoff predictor, but they do. And it's like percentages of teams to make the playoff. Mm-hmm. It has Utah at like 6% and Oklahoma at 18. So Utah's way behind them. But So I'm guessing they're saying oh, Utah's going to lose to somebody or to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. But uh, it's not looking pretty. The Big 12 and Oklahoma are not looking good right now. Reason yeah. being is both two Pac-12 teams. We're going to have to have – both them lose out, or one lose and that team beat win the Pac-12 championship. With a two, they need a two-loss conference champion is what they need. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we need Alabama to be flat with their backup backup Mac Jones. They can't look good because the playoff committee said we take uh, injuries, uh, we take injuries in, so we'll, we'll think about it. And it, them at number five, like they said, quote unquote, is a placeholder to see how they are with Mac Jones against Western Carolina and Auburn, which. I don't know. You could put a receiver against Western Carolina and probably still win that game. But <laughs> I don't get nervous starting from one. With Lamar Jackson. Oh, I think I'm out. Lamar Jackson's play. not in college anymore, though. I know, but no, but I'm saying like they could run the ball every time and randomly with oh, that game. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And Minnesota. The thing is with Minnesota, guys, they can win it, and they're going to be in the. Playoffs, yeah, they they can win out in the playoffs. They have a better chance if they win win out there in the playoffs for sure. Because yeah, because they're gonna have a Wisconsin next week. They have Northwestern this week. Wisconsin next week. That'll be a game. Okay, yeah, two ranked teams, and that's gonna be for their division to go to the conference championship to play Ohio State. And if they beat Ohio State, they're definitely in the playoffs. That's just two ranked teams, and they're just gonna. If they did that, like that's a good scenario. I find that hard to believe that they would do that though. Oh yeah, they're. Most likely not going to do that, but I'm saying like, yeah, unless than that, probably. But their loss this week really kicked them out. Which yeah, and my thing was Minnesota fans were freaking out, which I can understand because you just got a taste of yeah. glory being number eight, and then you lose at Iowa, which I I called we called it here. Or I don't think I was the only one. Yeah, no, no, he called Auburn. Me and him called. Oh yeah, Georgia, but didn't happen. I still, but I I wanted Minnesota to win. I wasn't too sure if they were, though. I did, too, they but didn't. they haven't won at Phoenix Stadium until, like, like 19 hours. And, dude, like, Phoenix Stadium's hard to win at. I don't care who you are. But, I don't know. Iowa's yeah. schedule is just crazy, though. Yeah, Iowa has had a tough schedule. Iowa could – if Iowa's undefeated right now, guys, they'd be legit number three or four right now. I feel like number one because they played five top 25 teams. I read somewhere. Yeah, we'll get – Dalton wasn't here with us for a second straight week, and uh, we're going to get his 
uh, you know, his slate, what he thinks is going to win, who's going to win. He only goes straight off W's if he's not. Public punishment. Please. Yeah, public punishment, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, that'll wrap things up here at the Cooking Ladder Show. Uh, thanks to all the ones that helped us throughout this process, and uh, have a great college ball weekend.